Hello, world. Welcome to Good Conversation. I'm your good friend, LaToya. And I'm your even better friend, Shay. You know what? I'm going to let that slide because it's not completely unfounded truth. Because, oh, you know, usually I'll be ready. such a lovely compliment. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I'll be ready to be like, bitch, fuck you. But I will say you're probably a better friend than me. That's crazy. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I can stand in my truth and explain that. I don't mind it. <laughs> Because I, I will say you was a friend don't answer your motherfucking phone when niggas see you out and about. I don't. I don't. Okay. I'm not gonna lie about that. <laughs> Anywho, friend, how are you this week? How are things? I am doing terrible. Wow. Um, Tell us why. Yeah, get into the why, honey. Um, I'm like 98 percent sure that I have COVID. Jeez. Um. after two years of dodging that bitch I am certain that I have COVID it has not been confirmed probably won't be confirmed for another couple of hours or so but yeah that's what happens when you go to a super spreader event friends yeah out here in these streets all 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 up at the events got your little videos and take your little pictures and you, 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 you out here doing a lot honey now look at you you might have that shit she got that shit because i could see her y'all the bitch look busted in the face ashy dry look like she ain't eaten three days and, and, and got a and who i haven't oh you haven't eaten in three days for real i have not i don't have an appetite but i'm starving uh-huh. You know, it's like that weird, like, I don't know what to eat kind of thing. You want um, to DoorDash you some shit real so, quick or something? Goddamn. No, you know what? You know what? I'm good. I could stand to lose a few pounds. <laughs> so I'm going to just ride this shit out. Well, God bless, honey. I hope you do better. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like I, I had the worst night of my life last night, but like, I'm on the upswing. You know, I look terrible right now, but I feel like I'm on the upside. <laughs> you know, that was rock bottom. There's no way else to go but up from here. Listen, because I am in the bed just, just sweating from every pore, just every pore. And I'm just like, I cannot bring my body temperature down. Like it was the medicine wasn't medicining, the Tylenol was just rolling off of my headache. It was just rolling off. Oh boy! Um, it it's just it's been a rough rough couple of days, but um, again I'm I think I'm on the upswing. I know it's bad, but <laughs> well, God bless, honey. I mean, if you say so, because when I tell y'all, how she are you? Fifty shades of just fucked up. Listen, I'm fine, nigga. Everything over here is perfectly fine compared to your shit. I went ahead and like retwisted my hair last week, and I put on these little two strand twists. Everybody loved a little two strand twists. I'm over here having a great time. Somebody said I had really great skin, so you know my head is about five oh, times great. than what it needs to be. I am doing wonderfully compared to your nasty ass. Sorry, that was weird. I have washed my ass today, which helped. Oh. Because that like brought down my body. I think that really like knocked the fever out of me because that kind of leveled out my body temperature. Mm. I haven't had a fever since since then. Um, but you know, every now and again I get into a place where I'm starting to feel a little delirious and oh, just man. like, okay, hey, guys, is this it? <laughs> what I will say, you know, you got your jabs, you're not like curled up mm-hmm. square at down at the yeah. you know the bill place that they call the hospital mm-hmm. they, as soon as you walk in that bitch is a bill um a bill a bill and you know what i owe these motherfuckers and i owe them money shit. I, I owe them money <laughs> <laughs> oh, i don't need to be going up there I, listen I be adding on. what i don't understand is why the fucking copay is so much they did they did about 70 dollars worth of work and while my copay is nearly double that, like, wait a minute, <laughs> what are we doing? Girl, they did $15 worth of work on me. And that shit was just way too much money. Uh-huh. Just way too much money to spend, yeah. 
to sit in the fucking waiting room but we you know we've we've gone through this before i i digress let's let's move on so this weekend i went to something in the water which is a three-day music festival produced by pharrell or curated i feel like that's curated curated yeah curated by pharrell they had a dope lineup really great acts but I, in my big age, am too old to be at anybody's music festival of any kind. There was nowhere to sit. And you know that I need a seat. Oh, just a little bit of a um, chair, a corner, a curb. Oh, my gosh. It was so bad. So shout out to the performers. Tyler, the creator, puts on a great show. I feel like he does. Uh, I feel like he has good energy. Yeah, Tyler... Yeah, Tyler, the creator, I'm not like the the biggest fan of his. I kind of dibble and dabble every now and then. But he puts on a really good show. He has a lot of good energy. Justin Timberlake, well, we've all seen that clip of him beating his feet. He did a great job. He got good songs. <laughs> Usher I mean, did a though, really good job. Even though Justin Timberlake, all his career has been held up by Timberland and Pharrell himself because the production has been immaculate. Mm-hmm. it doesn't refute the fact that he writes most of his own music and it's actually like decent so yeah yeah it was um you forget how many like hits that he's had like justin hasn't made like a lot of music in the past like five years or so so like you kind of forget that he has like a decent amount of like um, he, got a, he got an okay catalog good bops yeah, he has a decent amount of good bops, so that was good to see. Usher was amazing because it's Usher. Baby. Snow was amazing. But let me can um, I qu- can Sid. I quickly about about Snow? Mm-hmm. Sure. So, you know, I saw. So I went to the show. I saw Snow in person. The discourse on the internet, especially about Snow, is that her performances are like kind of dry. Oh, I can see that. But I'm like, I can see that. But you wanted to go up there and have like background dances, dancers to the music she's like singing. It ain't gonna work like that. She just got a band, her outfit, and the microphone, and she don't dance like that or anything like that. So you're not gonna get like an entertaining show, if I can phrase it that way. You're literally just gonna get her singing the damn songs, and her mic is on. Yeah, her mic is definitely on, and I can see why people will say that the performance is dry because it's exactly it's exactly that you know she's she's looking good she's singing and that's it yep that's it there's no pyrotechnics there's no fire going off there's yeah nothing special honey we are here to have the microphone and the band and myself and we are doing the show but continue sid yeah so snow was great uh you know vocals are there sid you know the king of r&b that's my king sid don't you know what i'm saying she or they i'm not sure how they identify but they put on a great show again mike is on sounded great chloe and hallie sounded great um for the most part the performances were were fine i didn't have any problem with the performances it's funny because i was talking all that shit last week about um jay balvin closing out the show on sunday and um there was a mean rumor about beyonce popping up Mm. a mean nasty rumor and i may have contributed to it so so shay how did you contribute to the beyonce rumors i i must know well i might have said something in passing that may have been kind of telephoned into the crowd Oh, J Balvin obviously has a song with Beyonce, you know, big hits. Um, and I was just saying it would be really interesting if Beyonce showed up. Oh God, and then somebody it drifted into the wind. And then it kind of drifted into the wind. And then there is a Twitter account that follows celebrity jets. No. Wait, so there's a, what? Yes. It first of all, it's very creepy because what the fuck? So there's that? a Twitter account that that is that tracks celebrity jets. It'll say where they took off from and where they landed. 
So Jay-Z's jet had landed in Washington, D.C. So between, but with those two pieces of information, Beyonce was coming. I mean, I guess. And so people had to make um, valid decisions on who they wanted to see, you know, even if we didn't want to see J Balvin, if there was an inkling or a possibility that Beyonce could show up, you know, we needed to be in the room. Of course. That's protocol. So, you know, yes, I had to, I could not miss that. Um, but when Missy didn't show up, oh, I kind of felt like, you know, I kind of felt like it wasn't going to happen. Um, and she didn't show up. Clearly. Beyonce never came, obviously, because we would have known about that. But with the, with the single coming out and the, the, the album being dropped, and we'll get into that later on in the show, obviously. But with all of that happening, you know, we were on a Beyonce kind of, I was on my Beyonce, like, you know, mad woman phase where, you know, anything can happen at any time. You know, you got to stay ready with Beyonce. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's like in the Cree. Creed? Creed. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, with well, the Beehive. Um, it's in the handbook. The Beehive Creed. Yeah. Yeah. You got to stay ready. But, yeah. And, and if there's a possibility, you have to see it through. Yeah. Aside from the fact that the music was great, the festival was very shitty. Um, and I don't need to go back. Let me tell you, festivals are a young man's game. And I don't think I'm, I'm yeah. capable. The only, so I feel like like entering this next phase of life it's not like we're fucking ancient we just feel that way because our youth was filled with songs that told you to bend over and touch your toes and drop it low and that Mm -hmm. had a damaging effect on our back and knees so here we are in our 30s being like oh my god I can't do the things I used to do with that being said I feel as though I'm going to be a regular on like the R&B cruise ship in my old age a regular attending like the city winery little pop-ups that some artists do in the city like those type of things are going Mm -hmm. to be my judge I am not going to be out there chasing from one stage to the other at some fucking festival yeah I think that it's a good idea in theory because you can see all these people at one time um but it's it's not for your girl my body is still recovering I fucked around and got COVID like you know what I'm exhausted <laughs> god bless honey um let's go ahead and, and slide into the show there's so much has happened within this week I feel like still we're going to keep it on the lighter things because I don't want to deal with all of the reality that America is a third world country with iPhones mm-hmm. and Wi-Fi. So here we are. So the music moment this week is brought to you by Shaitha's Pain and Suffering. Thank you. You're welcome. Chris Brown released his new album, Breezy, this week. I, You know what? Let me like do a quick check of how many tracks because you know, this man has a tendency to release these 50 track fucking albums, mm-hmm. but here we are. 24 songs. God damn. And I think I just saw Tory Lings on there. So you know what, Chris? I'm not listening to it. Um, Did you, were you a part of the whole Normani discourse about her being in that video? Honey, no. And the Normani stands are a little bit weird on Twitter. I saw the discourse. I did not participate because you know what? They ain't really had nothing to do with me specifically, but it is what it is. I mean, if you're not on the internet, basically... Um, it's just understood that Chris Brown don't like anybody that's darker than a brown paper bag. So, um, I guess the, I guess the conversation behind Normani being in the video had a lot to do with just stunts and shows as opposed to like, you really, you know, thinking she's a beautiful girl and worthy of being, you know, in a Chris Brown video, um, but, you know, I think it's weird and um, sure. I mean, the song's cute. The song's nice. It sounds like Chris Brown. I mean, I did listen to the song. I did see, like, clips from the video, and I'm like, why are everybody mad? So that was that for me. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> Moving forward, because the music moment is actually packed full of shit this week. Giveon, the gargling Negro, released his album Give or Take this week. Clearly, I'm not a fan, but he is going on tour this fall 
So if you're into Giveon, you know, listen to the album and go buy some tickets, honey, and see him live. Does it really sound like he has a mouthful of Listerine? What he's saying? Anyway, Roddy okay. Rich. Roddy Rich released his EP, The Big Three, this week as well. So that is something that we like to say is for the niggas. Lil Nas X released his new single, Late to the Party, featuring uh, one of Shaitha's favorite rappers, Young Boy Never Broke Again. <laughs> Where it, it, a part of that song is just fuck BET, fuck BET, because he is upset about not being nominated for a single BET award, which just justifiably so. In the RB realm, Babyface and LMA released a single Keeps on Falling. Don't hate it. I actually like it. It's a little bit more of a fresh RB take, and Babyface is actually singing on it. So he's not just writing and producing, he's singing too. Still, that, that voice is amazing. Um, I also butter. like to say really mm-hmm. butter. 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 Yes. So I will always say this guy's for the niggas too. Brent Fayez mm-hmm. for the niggas. New single Price of Fame is out as well. Her has a new single out called Dance to the Music, which she's also suing her label to try to get her masters and get up out of there too. Good luck, honey. And finally, Kid Cudi in conjunction of announcing his uh worldwide tour released another single this week called talk about me that is featuring a couple people that i can't remember on top of my head right now but it's out go ahead and listen to it and i believe that is your complete music moment it was a very busy like it was a, it was a lot going on in the world of like music right and i'm upset we'll get to it but like i'm upset mm-hmm. when we so clearly our good friend shay had a you know super spreader event yeah she had a uh me a weekend event here you go that's where i got the covid um last weekend so we had to record early and of course you know hours after we finished recording pandemonium happens and but we'll get into it we'll get into it we will get into it yeah i think we last week we did not mention j-hud um becoming an egot no we didn't um so congratulations to her amazing i feel like jennifer hudson is like the r&b singer that could like i feel like she is she is like a very like steady career you know there is no huge like dips or you know ascensions like she just has like a very steady track so congratulations sir that's amazing you know yes congratulations only the what second black woman to do that first which was one of Whoopi Goldberg Mm -hmm. to get that you know EGOT status um just think we she was just some girl singing on American Idol now look at her yeah J-Hud has an amazing story so congratulations to her she's she's that triple quadruple threat I hope that this means more projects more more everything more exposure more more everything more money you know more success everything so congratulations wendy williams show has come to an end officially officially yes officially so i don't know how i feel about it i still feel like it's like just like a weird it's just like a very weird dynamic with what's happened with wendy over the past like several years right um Sherry Shepard, Sherry Shepard, is it Sherry Shepard? Am I tripping? Uh, Sherry Shepard is getting her own show. Yeah, Sherry Shepard. Okay. I think it's Sherry. Sherry Shepard is getting her show coming in the fall. And hopefully, to me, Wendy needs to like get like a Joe Rogan ass podcast deal. And I think, you know, she'll find her niche and fit right in exactly to where she's supposed to be so hopefully everybody you know exits this um dramatic ass season on top agreed i think the the general populace was upset because Wendy didn't get to return for her last episode or a message from wendy or anything it just was just like womp 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 it's over so yeah, yeah it was a little sad like right. that's that's my thing it's like a little sad she's been on tv for many years radio um, she has dominated that 10 o'clock time slot yeah, yeah for for such a long time and for her just not to get a proper goodbye um it just 
it's a little sad so i just you know i hope she's that it is what it is i just hope she's doing better health wise or whatever yeah. it may be. i think she's i think she is doing better i think she is doing better i think it's just probably not the healthiest place for her to be right okay bless her heart yeah but before we get into music uh because again a lot has happened this week did you hear about the elephant stomp out yes i did and i laughed my ass off but then again somebody's dead but then again do you realize why that person's dead and you're like oh bitch i'm gonna keep on laughing i'm not one to be up here just all cynical and laughing at somebody's death but then you realize like this woman has wronged this elephant and i just want to know what access to the community does the elephant have to go around asking like when y'all gonna bury that bitch so i can slide through like (laughs) who told who told I don't know if elephants are just like super intuitive. I mean, they say elephants never really forget and elephants kind of hold grudges and, you know, their beef is long lasting. But I think she was like connected to some poacher group. Mm. I feel like, I believe that's a story. I didn't do too much research on it because it's just insane. Shout out to the person who tweeted. It's it would be crazy to get murdered and then somebody sides with the elephant. Like, that's crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, she died twice. The elephant came through to the funeral. So and- the elephant stomped her out. Yeah. Elephant stomped her out. Yeah. Uh, you know, she was taken to the emergency where she was, you know, pronounced deceased. She was buried, I think, later that day or maybe the next day. Um, and Miss Mamas went to the fume and stomped her ass out again. Whew. Let me tell you. Whatever they say she did, she did that shit. She did that shit. She did that shit. The the stories are, are wide ranging that she was minding her fucking business and the elephant rolled up her on some bullshit and then something to the, the point that the damn elephant was, she was distracting the elephant while the elephant's young offspring was being poached and and carted away child it's it's a wild story my thing is that the internet is so vast how do we know over here in our little (laughs) corner of america about some shit that happened in india in like in real time internet is such a gift and a curse it's it really is it's such a wild ass story because if i get stumped out by an elephant twice and once after I'm already dead, um, I don't want anybody hearing about it no, because please. the embarrassment is long lasting. Could you imagine rolling up to the gates of heaven or, you know, to judgment? And they're like, why would you end up here? Eh, I stumped out by the elephant. And like, you got to explain that. What did you do? Yeah, you got to talk about that. You got to explain that. Like, you can't just be that. Like, you, oh, I died in the hospital. So what happened? What were your injuries? like like i don't know you know i'm not national geographic or anything but to me i feel like elephants don't really fuck with you unless you fuck with them they are very kindred little animals little animals big Um, animals (laughs) so i think as long as you don't fuck with them especially fucking with them babies Mm -hmm. you know it won't be no problem i'm like you you so, know elephants probably like you said don't start none won't be nothing unlike you know mm-hmm. some shit that we let up in our house like a fucking cat that will just attack you out of nowhere like i ain't do shit to you but elephants have the wherewithal be like you know what i'm just out here vibing i'm just down at the watering hole honey just trying to get a little bath situation get a little water mm, god bless sorry to that man or that woman yes uh sucks damn r.i.p but you did that shit so live you gotta stand 10 toes down i side with the elephant (laughs) did you watch the verses so this is did you watch the fucking verses let me tell you so this is probably the first one i caught not from the beginning but I was up late and I was just like, oh, I have a notification from Versus because whatever. And I pop mm-hmm. into it and I was like, oh my God, this is a slaughter, honey. And it's not the way that I thought it was going to go. When did you get in? When did you start watching? 
Um, so I'm gonna be honest, I, I got in probably around, I think Omarion was doing like icebox, like a little bit before that. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, he killing them. It's happening. And then I started reading the comments. I said, oh, he not killing them. And then I heard Mario speaking. I was like, oh, this nigga came for blood. <laughs> yeah. And I wound up falling asleep before it ended. Cause again, it didn't, I think there was, the internet said there was like a two hour delay and then they had Ray J and all them up there acting a the fool. Oh my gosh. And then finally, you know, it comes to the main event. And I think Mario was really awesome. Like trying to be humble, like shout out to my dude, give him his flowers. And then Omarion was like, fuck all that shit. Let's get to the battle. And then that's when things went left about seven seconds into the fucking verses. <laughs> so I had popped in in the beginning. I thought they was getting ready to go on at eight o'clock. Girl. But they said they was going eight o'clock West Coast time. Excuse me? Yeah, that's 11 p.m. Excuse me? Y'all know I got that dig. So, you know, I be drifting in and out of consciousness every like 25 minutes. <laughs> so I knew there was no chance that I was seeing Omarion and Mario. But I did catch the pre-show, mm. which was Ray J, Sammy. No, it was Ray J and... Um, Pleasure P? Was it was Jeremiah? No, it was, Ray J and Bobby Valentino. Bobby Valentino. Girl, you versus, know, I'm just people. Yeah, versus Pleasure P and... Um, Sammy. Sammy. Yeah. I'm you like, no, I got, it was definitely Sammy. You know I got that vid. Oh, so, <laughs> so it was, the, it was the two against the two. Chaotic, very much um, podcast energy, too many people on stage, too many people with microphones, everybody's singing. Ray J has his son out. Ray J's hollering in that boy's ear. Everybody mm. sounds terrible. Oof. I think that's the kicker. Everybody sounded awful. Everybody sounded so bad. And I don't know if everybody was just like really hype and like getting drunker as the night progressed, but it was just so chaotic. It like was giving me anxiety because it was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, who's producing this show? I need y'all to bring it back and 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 cut the cameras off and, and tell these niggas to relax. And I then the niggas it. wouldn't get off the stage. Yeah. You know, trying to get their, their time in, I guess. I will say Sammy does still release music and it's good. It is good. It is good. Wondering. Mm-hmm. Um I want someone to support me the way Brandy supports her brother. And she, if I was Brandy, I would have been home. I mean, they called her, you know, they caught the random picture of her just staring into the abyss like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) This can't be it. This is it. This is it. She, listen, she stands 10 toes down for her brother. And that's how it should be. Even though that nigga is not well. She sends ten toes down for him, and Ray J had a couple hits, and so did. did Pleasure P. Yeah. Between all four of them, like the music, I was like, oh gosh, like you forget how how good people's like the old shit is. I right. felt like the crowd was way too young for them because I felt like nobody in the fucking crowd knew what the hell they were talking about. Mm. Some of that shit came out over fifteen years ago, right? And I'm like, you know, an old bitch like me, it's like this is my youth. Yeah, these kids were like 21. They don't know shit about uh, Slow Down by Bobby Valentino. Oh, that's a tune. It's an amazing tune. I just felt like the crowd was too young. So I completely miss Mario and um, Omarion. Mario did show up at the festival. Um, and I also missed him. But I've seen Mario live. And, you know, he does not disappoint. Uh, so the last time that I've seen Mario live may have been the last time you saw Mario live on the mm-hmm. Millennium World Tour. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was a world tour, sis. Whatever. But Mill- <laughs> Millennium Tour. The I want to say the second iteration of that tour. Like a seven city tour, bitch. <laughs> uh, listen, I was trying to give them a little prop, okay, with the world tour piece. But you're right. They probably just did like Atlanta, Philly, and like Chicago was like, let's get the fuck out of here. But that was the last time we saw Mario live. And even during the tour, he was very good, whatever, right? He did say a thing during the verses. I think Marion said something 
about the the Millennial World Tour and, and you know, uh, Marianne's like, but you were on that tour. He's like, man, I didn't want to be on that raggedy shit. And I'm like, God damn, this nigga just won't let this nigga breathe. Won't give him a fucking second to live. Just, just all kicking his shit the fuck in and keeping it pushing. I said, this is awful. Mario, I mean, oh, Mario sounded terrible though. He did. And Mario let him fucking know. I think it was Mario and who did he have? Oh, Marion and had Jeremiah up there. First of all, Jeremiah sound awful. Omarion sounded awful the entire time. And all you hear is Mario in the background. Come on. Ayo, stop. Y'all sound, y'all niggas sound crazy right now. Because Mario, the entire verses would sing to, you know, the DJ playing his track, but didn't cut that shit off. And my mic is on and I'm singing acapella. And the nigga sounds good. He came prepared. It's um, very interesting because Omarion was slated to win that versus. I mean, on paper, looking at it, just side by <laughs> side, you say Mario clearly does not stand a chance against mm-hmm. Omarion. But I want to say Omarion does not perform any songs or materials written by one Robert Kelly. Mm-hmm. anymore which mm-hmm. is a great decision on his behalf you know whatever right mm-hmm. but at the same time i want to say most of the shit that was written by robert was bt b2k songs and he didn't even invite b2k to the goddamn function that's crazy that's crazy you know he was quoted in the middle of the week on some instagram post saying i am b2k like uh, okay wow you know well you know what that that the trash ass ego bit him in his ass last night because the clips Mario was clearly the the big winner last night because everybody sounded terrible. Everybody, nobody warmed up. There was no fucking sound check. Nothing. Because well, it was so I bad. You, it was so bad. Had, I think I had caught Mario do how can I breathe? And I was like, oh, this song, I forgot all about this. And this is a good one. And you know, he's doing the, um, oh, what's that one song? No, not, not how can I breathe? What's the one coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in, save me. What's that one? I can hear your heart crying out for me. That one. Crying out yeah. For me. He was singing that song and, you know, he cuts the mics or whatever and the crowd singing and you know coming and coming and coming and coming and save me and then he goes over to marion he was like somebody save him because he knew he was killing the fucking verses i said this nigga came to the goddamn gunfight with a fucking ar-15 good i'm glad i'm glad because if i had a preference mario would be my preference but i knew that on marion had the you know the vast you know he had the more bulkier catalog I'm I'm happy. I'm happy it went that way. But we got a we got a good quality versus um with some ridiculous antics. I feel like we haven't had one of those in a while. So um shout out to the winner last night, one Mario. Um and so hopefully we know. have some new music coming and I mean and I he mean, has some um, you album. know within the last couple of years he released an album i feel like mario is one of those r&b yeah and the music's not bad the music's not bad and he he just kind of like you know flies under the radar low-key because mm-hmm. this new wave of r&b really isn't his sound i guess it, i, I guess mm-hmm. i could say so he's not like really like mainstream on the radio and anything like anything like that but he makes wonderful tunes i feel like um mario is kind of like the end of that like 90s sound that 90s r&b sound he's kind of like the tail end of that i mean like right i mean him like trey songs like jaheem like all of all of the guys from that like period were like at the like right before things kind of shifted into a different yeah to the wave i guess and the fucking trap soul bryson tiller stuff yeah like we went real pop for a minute and then you know dance and then it went into trap soul you know that kind of good r&b that dance r&b like like dax in my opinion like that was a Mm -hmm. pair because that's when we were in atlantic city like every fucking weekend just fist bumping with the white people Mm -hmm. 
Don't God bless. Me. Anywho. A lot of vodka consumed during that time in my life. Ew. <laughs> Let's go on to Drake. So Drake dropped his album. Honestly, right after never we mind. recorded, of course. Of course. Like Friday or um, Thursday or something like that. Out of the clear blue sky. I think I heard like whisperings that Drake was going to drop his out. Al- his album was coming out like today or something like that. And then it came out. So have you listened to it? Latoya? I have. I have. And I will say I'm okay. going to do, I'll do my untainted review of, or my opinion of the album prior to the Beyonce release. Right. Because okay. there's comparisons that naturally come up. But I would say we got, what, maybe four or five days with the Drake album before Beyonce released her single. And I will mm-hmm. say, I listened to it up and down, straight through with no, no you know, skips or anything, just to be like, see what the vibe is. And I will say, I'm not a huge fan. Like, I haven't listened to probably a Drake project in its entirety since, like, nothing was the same or whatever that album was called with him, you know, the little baby face with the blue clouds, that mm-hmm. one. Um, but since I got the vibe that it was going to be more like, you know, listen to the first fucking track, you're like, oh, this is house music. This is like Jersey club, Baltimore club. Like this is, this is club music. Like, oh, okay. Let me go ahead and get into it. So I was like, this is a different vibe from him. Let me see what's going on. Just play it through, see what's happening. I was like, I like it. X right internet i am a fucking fan of this album i don't give a fuck what you people say i like it i think sticky is a great fucking song and of course the last song on the fucking album is like a traditional rap song with like 21 savage but i don't mind the house switch up latoya you know and you know i am not a crazy fan of the house music i'm really just not it's just not my judge i get into it when i need to get into it but Drake's album is an is a good listen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad listen. It is. It's just. It's just cool. It's it's a it's a nice like. It's not like Jersey Club when we were in college. Jersey Club like the hype Jersey Club at like yeah. the college parties to like get up and start Wu Tangin or whatever mm-hmm. you know thumb to know all that shit. No, this is like I feel like I can go to a lounge. Mm -hmm. bar maybe situation and just sit and like enjoy a drink and enjoy the ambiance and it's like a chill vibe in the background i i you know what i at the beginning i was not that crazy about listening to it once i heard that it was a house album um and i was just like ah it's not gonna be for me and it was just kind of playing in the car and i was like what i didn't hate this exactly i didn't hate it so so you know i can't be mad at drake i can't be mad at drake you know drake is um drake has the midas touch to me drake can put out shit on a fucking stick and people will listen people will purchase people will buy people will will support either either way either fucking way so shout out to Drake. I, I I am surprised. Yeah, also surprised. And I actually, again, I you think I listened to Certified Lover Boy? Did not, didn't, but this shit I'll run back. Not a problem. Um yeah, I'll, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll run this one back. The internet basically said this is HM um music uh that you listen to when you're check trying on the clothes in the in the uh dressing room um this album was for I mean it is it is uh listen he gave you he gave the gays music to vogue to okay happy pride happy pride speaking of pride let's go ahead and get into the main fucking event one miss beyonce knows called her you know we recorded early because i was at my super spreader event and of course we miss all kinds of chaotic things that have occurred yes in the dead of night in the dead of night because why does beyonce do things on eastern standard time for for us doesn't give a fuck um in the dead of night 
there was a link here that was disseminated throughout the internet i was asleep of course i didn't know nothing about it i woke up to a message from you and i said what the what you know just kind of when you're waking up you're just trying to wrap your head around you know what's happening a lot of beyonce talk i knew it wasn't the album because it didn't feel like album talk but i felt like she's coming you know just felt very you know you know like when like a storm is about to roll through and you can like mm. smell the rain like yeah. it just felt like that being shift a little bit you're like oh it's dark out there Where the clouds yeah from? Mm-hmm. exactly great so, analogy great analogy <laughs> so she drops these boxes we don't know what the fuck we're buying honey when we i say no you go to the website you go to the website and all you see is a revolving shirt nothing a blank box revolving nothing and a blank disc nothing no pictures no inkling of what it looks like but it, it cost you 39.99 or however much it was mm-hmm. uh and there's four box choices you get pose one pose two pose three pose four and that's it you get nothing beyond that so I bought a box naturally because I'm, you know, I'm a card carrying member of the Beehive and I don't handle where to play the fucking CD. I, I um, do. I do. We're buying CDs in I, 2022. I, I have mean, CDs and I listen to them because my record player has a tape player and a CD and it has regular radio in oh. addition to being, yes, honey, I'm playing my oh, CD. Wow. Girl, I don't got nowhere to play that shit. Um, but you got it. So I I bought a fucking CD. And the fact that we're buying CDs in 2022, we don't know what the fuck is on that shit. It could be crack in that box. <laughs> it could be crystal meth in that box. I mean, we don't I, know. I, I flipped the fuck out of that box, though, depending on how much meth in that bitch. I'm sad because so now... I got that, Pose 3. Uh, I naturally went with Pose 4. I think that was like a big thing with the people. They're like, Pose 4 has to be the better, best one because it's her favorite number and so many good things happen on 4. Listen. Yeah. I sh- I didn't think, I wasn't thinking about that. Some, But I'm like, you're not going to fail with anything. Literally, the only thing that's going to be different in the box is the shirt. Yeah. Everything else is the same. So I can't even get back onto the website to even, because now all the boxes are sold out. Every pose is sold out. I think Pose 4 went first. Then it was Pose 1 pose three and pose two was the last man standing but that bitch sold out too you can't even go back to see like what's in the box you just bought the shit but i believe you got like a picture book the cd um the box has an inside design you get the t-shirt as well as like some other little like leaflet pamphlet type shit too Mm -hmm. so you get a little bit for your for your bang i will also say on the website right now the vinyl is on sale of the album that we have the what does it look like we don't fucking know the vinyl is just dancing on the fucking screen apparently there's two fucking records in that bitch and that's about all i can tell you so the the album's coming out at the end of july um that is a fact that is a fact we have a track list 16 about 16 tracks or something like that we are prepared we discussed that she's going to be doing those little pop-up shows over in the UK coming up. Still no details about that. Beyonce's a bad bitch. I'm, I'm, she got you buying CDs with no CD player. We bought a box of absolutely nothing. We don't know what's in the box. What's we in just buying shit. What's Why are we buying shit? The box. I don't know what's in the box. But I, I got one coming on the 29th of July. And the bitch better come on time. The crazy part is, is that the single is also on sale on the website. Doing good and damn well. You can just go ahead onto your favorite streaming platform and just listen to it. With, include it in your fee you already pay. Ma'am, I'm not buying that single. You bought it? I may have. <laughs> not going to fuck. I'll stand 10 toes down. I may have shit and i got my email i can't buy that single 
Listen, I, I like I like low key. So when I do get like a digital album, when I buy like merch or you know CDs from artists and stuff, I like having it in like that digital form, and I'll put it like on an external hard drive, just because you never know when these like fucking streaming platforms mm-hmm. may go belly up. The puts, um, yeah. And it does come in like a higher audio quality and stuff like that than what you may be able to stream on if you're just out in the world, because I'm not streaming in master quality on a fucking title if I'm using my mobile data. That shit eats up data like no other. So Mm -hmm. I I like I I don't buy singles and stuff like that all the time, but it usually comes bundled with something else. So like I like I buy some fucking Jojo merch and it's like, oh, you get the digital album with this hoodie purchase or some bullshit like that. Sure. Mm -hmm. I've done that. Now the vinyl, honey. I'm gonna ask you right now on air, right now, live. Are you Mm -hmm. buying the vinyl? No, I can't do it. I have the CD. If I don't like the album, then I don't want the vinyl. I gotta (laughs) listen to this album first. Okay, that's so I'm not gonna buy the vinyl. Okay, that is absolutely fair. I don't have lemonade on vinyl, so like oh, I do. I have homecoming too, but anyway, um. I will say there are bigger things on the horizon other than singles and boxes and vinyls and all this other bullshit. What is on the horizon is that we are damn near guaranteed that there is going to be some type of concert performance or something Mm -hmm. in the coming months so what my advice to you friends is is to stay ready is your beyonce fund in order if you are a fan if you're not then you can just fucking ignore it but is your funds in order are you Mm -hmm. going to be you know nosebleeds at the link or are you trying to be on the floor are you trying to be vip or you try to be like in the building because i feel like it's coming i am just waiting for the dates to drop it's coming. It, it really is coming. I feel like we're going to get hit with some shit right after the album drops. It's, the dates are going to pop up for the spring. Like, it, it's absolutely 100% coming. She's preparing for award season. We didn't even talk about the single. We'll get there. We'll get there. But we, I'm ready. I stay ready when Wait, it comes my to being are Beyonce. Secure. My I stay ready, calls. so I'm always, I'm always ready for you know some random shit to pop off with that woman, and you know, I, and even though it is ridiculous, like in the grand scheme of things, like this is ridiculous, right? I like the 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 ridiculousness of it all. I love it. You want me to buy a box of nothing? Yes, I'm buying a box of nothing. Yes, doing it twice. Beyonce. Some, some people bought all four. I'm not buying a box of nothing from Omarion. No, like. absolutely not. I don't want that. Take it back. No. Um, I would say so. You mentioned because we're here now. This is when we're on. We're in our beehive fucking bag. We're gonna be in this little space for a little while. If you don't like it, fast forward. But we're here now. You mentioned because we're now. It's time to speculate. Before we get into the single, time to speculate. You said yes. with tour, you have anticipation that the tour digs will be dropped around the album release, which mine that makes sense to me, mm-hmm. right? We're about a month out right now. You said spring. Yeah, I'm feeling like a spring tour because it's co- it's about to be cold. It's about to be cold, and I would I would tentatively agree with you. Tentatively agree mm-hmm. with you with a spring tour, only because. I would say the simple fact that it's warm on like the Northeast where we are in the country until about, I would say mid-October, late October, then it's like, okay, shit falls off a cliff or it's Mm -hmm. supposed to fall off a cliff. If you announce a tour in July, if that bitch starts in like August, September, you can knock out the East Coast dates within Mm -hmm. that first couple of months. By the time you start getting to the cold, cold period in the East Coast, right? Like that November, Mm -hmm. December, your ass should be west. You're not wrong. That makes a lot more sense. Until I put it. thought into this. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Even if, because if the dates drop around album release time, like my assumption is, then that would make a lot more sense. If the dates drop in December or around Super Bowl time, then a spring tour would make more, more it sense. Would make so. more sense. So I'm like, if she releases dates, 
for in this summer, it's going to be a fall tour. It more than likely will be a world tour because when you start talking about overseas and whatnot, mm-hmm. they're not, we, we doing football and baseball stadiums in America. They're doing mm-hmm. soccer stadiums overseas, which, you know, I want to say most of those are probably open, but they can be domed. So you probably didn't get, gotta worry about like the whole oh, it's cold outside type situation. Yeah, you can figure mm-hmm. it out. And it's warmer. It's gonna be warmer. You know, they're on the opposite kind of kind of yeah. wave from well. I'm just I, I just wanted so. to I just wanted to hash out a little bit. Like I get it. The release dates for a tour come out in the summer. It's going to it has to be like a fall start for a world tour. If she goes world tour, it's Beyonce, she's probably gonna go world tour. But if, if like you said, if it's December drop on the dates, then of course it's going to be like a spring type situation that might start not in America, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. We'll so, see. And that's fine. That's fine. We'll see. I'm excited for the Either way, the fun the starts chaos. to work. Yeah, I'm excited for the Beyonce pandemonium. And the now, chaos. the last, I guess, straw for this conversation is the single yeah so build up for the single was i think the record label and other select sources had basically dropped the black background the number six break my soul tonight midnight that's all you got you ain't get no fucking single cover art you ain't get shit you just got a mm-hmm. fucking name of the song and when it was coming out and you know i was who baby it's happening we got single releases we're going mm-hmm. back to traditional marketing of this is where it's at, honey. Okay, we're doing it. Now, with the internet being the way the internet is, I believe the single leaked early. I didn't listen to the leaked or anything like that because I had shit to do during the day. Mm-hmm. And I had purposely took a nap because I was like, I'm gonna be up at midnight when this shit come out. Little did I know when I woke up at like nine o'clock that an hour later that the single was going to be on title. Yeah, it was it was out before midnight. Yeah, so the, the rumor what what had happened was that there was a leak. The, the single leaked early, so then they just went ahead and put it on streaming early. I think title had it for first. Um, I don't know if their systems were just like maybe release it now, and it was just mm-hmm. them faster updating the servers or whatnot. But title had it first, so then you know the internet was like, oh no, not title, not this <laughs> it's exclusive. I don't want to download title. I'm like, but just hold on. It's going to get over there to Spotify and Apple Music and all that other shit. Just relax. At the same time, the video, um, like a lyric video was released on Beyonce's like official YouTube channel. So you could have easily just listened to it on YouTube, but everybody crying about title. But here we are. Um, So yeah, before midnight, I probably listened to the song a good, it was probably more than more fingers than I have in my hands to count. Not going to lie. I I just put it on repeat. To see what was going on. I listened to it and I was like, oh God. <laughs> I was like, first Drake, now this. Like, I immediately was like, fuck. Mm. And so I was like, so I was not feeling it. Um, I do love Big Frida. So that was exciting. But I was like, damn. It just wasn't what I I wanted. It wasn't what I wanted. Right. I'm looking for like get me body type energy. So I was like, damn. So I kind of like left it alone for a little bit. And, you know, again, you know, me and the COVID got to know each other very well. And I was like, let me just put it on repeat. I put it on repeat and just kind of let it play. For like about an hour or so. And I was like, you know what? Talking about me. This is really, it's like catchy. It's fun. And I was like, all right, I do like it. I don't not like it. You know, um, it's catchy. It's fun. It's a good time. I mean, because listen, you you were it's a good time. And I not don't a hate fan. It. Yeah. And that was after one listen where I was just like, fuck. Not, not the, not the, the, right, the, can the, we get the something song. To- Oh boy. Yeah, like okay, I guess, you know. Mm. But and I mean and a lot of people were were really asking for like fun Beyonce as opposed to, you know, slave Beyonce, you know, black power yeah. Beyonce. Black power <laughs> Beyonce was it's been strong for the past few years. So now you get like 
bringing awareness to the origin of house music Beyonce which I think is hilarious because that's where the internet mm-hmm. went with it with the whole you know house music is black music and it started in Chicago and then ventured out and da 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 right like mm-hmm. where was all this commotion for like current like house music artists in my opinion right you get two I mean Azalea biggest... Banks with her crazy ass well <laughs> um that's one has a great house catalog you know and I agree. So, but but so you got like Azalea Banks, one of my faves, Don Rashad, who does mm-hmm. like that electro house, and her shit is very Nola heavy because that's where she's from. And you have like our like I would say like our homegrown like house and Jersey Club music artists like a Cookie Kawaii, mm-hmm. who hmm. No, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, okay, yeah. Who, you know, she puts a couple of songs on the internet and on TikTok, she goes viral for a couple of things. Like, who she's been doing this type of genre of music like her entire, like, existence in the music game, right? Like, can we... Is, is there room for collaboration with these mainstream artists to go with some of these, you know, independent um, artists who are actually, you know, 10 toes down and in the genre and doing this? Is there room for collaboration? Mm-hmm. Is there room for, you know, acknowledgement? What does that look like? Is it is it people just seeking more of that genre now? You know, going back and listening to shit from the, like the 90s and being like, oh, this shit slaps. Or is it like finding the artists of today who are in this genre and like not just, you know, like beyond acknowledgement, but actually supporting these people? That's my little opinion. I feel like it's going to happen the dream is just so good at his fucking job um even though he's like an asshole of a human he's just really good at his job i feel like that is gonna happen i think reaching out to people like big frida some of the credited artists on the the track i feel like beyonce beyonce does it right you know what i'm saying like she typically doesn't miss those opportunities to do it right right so I feel like if that is the route that she would like to go, she will do it properly because as much as she don't give a fuck about us, she keeps her ear to the streets and she has her like thumb on the pulse of the culture. So I think she knows about a lot of things that we may assume that she doesn't give a shit about. So I have faith in her that she, she if that's the route that she's going will get exactly what you're asking for mm. well I'm, I'm, either way and there's no um i guess there's no guarantee that the album is going to be all like house music mm-hmm. again we have no idea what's going to what's going to be on there um, i think it's listed as a pop album but and i was like so. i think she's going pop with it um which i don't think is a bad thing i think pop star beyonce is probably top five beyonce's for me i agree yeah i'm like i i love all the beyonce's but pop beyonce is different because then didn't caucasians be over there uh singing the shit too so mm. it is what it is i think we are in an era of music and time that we're going to get a lot of different things to consume over the summer going into the fall from a Thank bunch God. of different artists and it's not going to be the same sound i think with a drake with a beyonce dipping into like other genres of music it may push the envelope and have other artists try to be a little bit more innovative a little bit more creative um no more gone are the times that we are i don't be in the club but gone are the times that you're in the club and you're listening to that sad ass I just drink lean and smoke weed mm-hmm. music. Motherfucker, get your ass up off the wall and get your ass on that dance flow type situation. Yeah. We were born in that fire, bitch. <laughs> we were. We were 17 in the club dancing for hours off of nothing but life and water. There was no alcohol, no drugs or anything. We just went to the club to dance. Yeah. What a time. I think it's coming back. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. This makes me excited for the summer of music because I feel like we haven't had that, like, I still don't know what, like, the song of the summer is about to be. I still am, like, unsure about what that is. So it's it's making me excited. You know, this is my favorite time of year. So 
hopefully um, we get that soon. I'm excited. And I believe that is our episode, good people. So thank you for listening to the Beyonce podcast with just other shit sprinkled throughout. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you can find us at thegcpod.com or anchor.fm slash thegcpod for always listen and share the podcast. And please follow us on Instagram at thegcpod. Feel free to let us know what you're listening to over there. Um, You can also submit any topics that you want us to discuss or anything you want us to check out. Um, feel free to hit us up over on that platform. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope everybody had a great Juneteenth. I Happy. Oh, I was at work. On Juneteenth, girl? I don't want to talk about it. Oh my gosh. We gotta, we gotta call somebody. Oh boy, <laughs> I am the somebody. That's the funny part. <laughs> <laughs> But shout out to to everybody. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Stay safe, stay cool. And thank you guys so much for listening.